Today is the 19th day of December. Welcome to the Daily Audio Bible. I'm Brian. It's great to be here with you today as we move through this week toward Christmas and continue the journey day by day, step by step that we've been on since the beginning of the year. And as we've noticed in these last couple of weeks, we're reading quickly through the Old Testament because we're we're working through the minor prophets. And once again, that's not because they're less important. It's just because they're shorter than the major prophets, which are a lot longer. And so we're at the ninth book in the minor prophets of 12. And today's book is called Zephaniah. And we'll read it in its entirety today. We know very little about who Zephaniah was. The only information to really go on is in the text itself. The Lord gave this message to Zephaniah. When Josiah, son of Ammon, was king of Judah, Zephaniah was the son of Cushi, son of Gedaliah, son of Amariah, son of Hezekiah. And that last little bit is a clue because that's unusual to name four generations instead of just the son of. And so maybe Zephaniah traced his ancestry four generations back to King Hezekiah. And if we remember, Hezekiah was a good king who honored the Lord and reformed Israel. And so that that could explain Zephaniah's awareness of the world around him. His lineage might have also given him credibility to the prophetic work. But we don't know for sure. Zephaniah's name means God has hidden. And he tells us that the message was given during the reign of Josiah. And that would put him in the early to mid 600s BC and that would make him a contemporary with some other prophets like Jeremiah and there are scholars who very much believe Zephaniah was familiar with the writings of the other prophets prophets like Isaiah because there are similarities in this language and tone and Zephaniah is also a little bit different because whereas we see works of prophecy specifically targeted Zephaniah's work is with the judgment of the known world that includes Judah. And according to Zephaniah, God's judgment of evil was eminent. And the day of the Lord is a central theme that we see in the book. Because Zephaniah is saying, look, repent before it's too late. And we can think of the day of the Lord and also be reading in the book of Revelation and have all this ominous imagery of the devastation and it can bring fear and dread but we need to remember what god wants to get rid of is evil not people but people who are unwilling to rid themselves of evil will find themselves swept away no matter where they're from but then there are also those who would survive And Zephaniah tells us those who are left will be the lowly and humble, for it is they who trust in the name of the Lord. And we'll also see similarities to other prophetic works. We see a prophetic utterance of judgment, but that also brings uh, a prophetic utterance of a new and pure beginning. And we'll see that in Zephaniah. Judgment is foretold. Restoration is foretold as well. And so that we begin and complete the book of Zephaniah. 
This is the Lord's message that came to Zephaniah, son of Cushi, son of Gedaliah, son of Amariah, son of Hezekiah, during the time of Josiah, son of Ammon, king of Judah. I will destroy everything from the face of the earth, says the Lord. I will destroy people and animals. I will destroy the birds in the sky and the fish in the sea. The idolatrous images of these creatures will be destroyed along with evil people. I will remove humanity from the face of the earth, says the Lord. I will attack Judah and all who live in Jerusalem. I will remove from this place every trace of Baal worship, as well as the very memory of the pagan priests. I will remove those who worship the stars in the sky from their rooftops, those who swear allegiance to the Lord while taking oaths in the name of their king, and those who turn their backs on the Lord and do not want the Lord's help or guidance. Be silent before the Sovereign Lord, for the Lord's day of judgment is almost here. The Lord has prepared a sacrificial meal. He has ritually purified His guests. On the day of the Lord's sacrificial meal, I will punish the princes and the king's sons and all who wear foreign styles of clothing. On that day, I will punish all who leap over the threshold, who fill the house of their master with wealth taken by violence and deceit. On that day, says the Lord, a loud cry will go up from the fish gate, wailing from the city's newer district, and a loud crash from the hills. Wail, you who live in the market district, for all the merchants will disappear, and those who count money will be removed. At that time I will search through Jerusalem with lamps. I will punish the people who are entrenched in their sin, those who think to themselves, The Lord neither rewards nor punishes. Their wealth will be stolen, and their houses ruined. They will not live in the houses they have built, nor will they drink the wine from the vineyards they have planted. The Lord's great day of judgment is almost here. It is approaching very rapidly. There will be a bitter sound on the Lord's day of judgment. At that time, warriors will cry out in battle. That day will be a day of God's anger, a day of distress and hardship, a day of devastation and ruin, a day of darkness and gloom, a day of clouds and dark skies, a day of trumpet blasts and battle cries. Judgment will fall on the fortified cities and the high corner towers. I will bring distress on the people, and they will stumble like blind men, for they have sinned against the Lord. Their blood will be poured out like dirt. Their flesh will be scattered like manure. Neither their silver nor their gold will be able to deliver them in the day of the Lord's angry judgment. The whole earth will be consumed by His fiery wrath. Indeed, He will bring terrifying destruction on all who live on the earth. Bunch yourselves together like straw, you undesirable nation. Before God's decree becomes reality, and the day of opportunity disappears like wind-blown chaff, before the Lord's raging anger overtakes you, before the day of the Lord's angry judgment overtakes you, seek the Lord's favor, all you humble people of the land who have obeyed His commands. Strive to do what is right. Strive to be humble. Maybe you will be protected on the day of the Lord's angry judgment. Indeed, Gaza will be deserted and Ashkelon will become a heap of ruins. 
Invaders will drive away the people of Ashdod by noon, and Ekron will be overthrown. Beware you who live by the sea, the people who came from Crete. The Lord's message is against you, Canaan, land of the Philistines. I will destroy everyone who lives there. The seacoast will be used as pasture lands by the shepherds and as pens for their flocks. Those who are left from the kingdom of Judah will take possession of it. By the sea they will graze. In the houses of Ashkelon they will lie down in the evening. For the Lord their God will intervene for them and restore their prosperity. I have heard Moab's taunts and the Ammonites' insults. They taunted my people and verbally harassed those living in Judah. Therefore, as surely as I live, says the Lord of Heaven's armies, the God of Israel, be certain that Moab will become like Sodom and the Ammonites like Gomorrah. They will be overrun by weeds filled with salt pits and permanently desolate. Those of my people who are left will plunder their belongings. Those who are left in Judah will take possession of their land. This is how they will be repaid for their arrogance, for they taunted and verbally harassed the people of the Lord of Heaven's armies. The Lord will terrify them, for He will weaken all the gods of the earth. All the distant nations will worship the Lord in their own lands. You Ethiopians will also die by my sword. The Lord will attack the north and destroy Assyria. He will make Nineveh a heap of ruins. It will be as barren as the desert. Flocks and herds will lie down in the middle of it, as well as every kind of wild animal. Owls will sleep in the tops of its support pillars. They will hoot through the windows. Rubble will cover the thresholds. Even the cedar work will be exposed to the elements. This is how the once proud city will end up. The city that was so secure. She thought to herself, I am unique. No one can compare to me. What a heap of ruins she has become a place where wild animals live. Everyone who passes by her taunts her and shakes his fist. Beware to the filthy, stained city, the city filled with oppressors. She is disobedient. She has refused correction. She does not trust the Lord. She has not sought the advice of her God. Her princes are as fierce as roaring lions. Her rulers are as hungry as wolves in the desert, who completely devour their prey by morning. Her prophets are proud. They are deceitful men. Her priests have defiled what is holy. They have broken God's laws. The just Lord resides within her. He commits no unjust acts. Every morning he reveals his justice. At dawn he appears without fail. Yet the unjust know no shame. I destroyed nations. Their walled cities are in ruins. I turned their streets into ruins. No one passes through them. Their cities are desolate. No one lives there. I thought, certainly you will respect me. Now you will accept correction. If she had done so, her home would not be destroyed by all the punishments I have threatened. But they eagerly sinned in everything they did. Therefore you must wait patiently for me, says the Lord, for the day when I attack and take plunder. I have decided to gather nations together and assemble kingdoms. 
so I can pour out my fury on them, all my raging anger, for the whole earth will be consumed by my fiery anger. Know for sure that I will then enable the nations to give me acceptable praise. All of them will invoke the Lord's name when they pray and will worship him in unison. From beyond the rivers of Ethiopia, those who pray to me, my dispersed people, will bring me tribute. In that day you will not be ashamed of all your rebelliousness against me, for then I will remove from your midst those who proudly boast, and you will never again be arrogant on my holy hill. I will leave in your midst a humble and meek group of people, and they will find safety in the Lord's presence. The Israelites who remain will not act deceitfully, they will not lie, and a deceitful tongue will not be found in their mouths. Indeed, they will graze peacefully like sheep and lie down. No one will terrify them. Shout for joy, daughter Zion. Shout out, Israel. Be happy and boast with all your heart, daughter Jerusalem. The Lord has removed the judgment against you. He has turned back your enemy. Israel's king, the Lord, is in your midst. You no longer need to fear disaster. On that day they will say to Jerusalem, Don't be afraid, Zion. Your hands must not be paralyzed from panic. The Lord your God is in your midst. He is a warrior who can deliver. He takes great delight in you. He renews you by his love. He shouts for joy over you. As for those who grieve because they cannot attend the festivals, I took them away from you. They became tribute and were a source of shame to you. Look, at that time I will deal with those who mistreated you. I will rescue the lame sheep and gather together the scattered sheep. I will take away their humiliation and make the whole earth admire and respect them. At that time I will lead you. At the same time I gather you together. Be sure of this. I will make all the nations of the earth respect and admire you when you see me restore you, says the Lord. Revelation 10 Then I saw another powerful angel descending from heaven wrapped in a cloud with a rainbow above his head. His face was like the sun and his legs were like pillars of fire. He held in his hand a little scroll that was open and he put his right foot on the sea and his left on the land. Then he shouted in a loud voice like a lion roaring and when he shouted... The seven thunders sounded their voices. When the seven thunders spoke, I was preparing to write, but just then I heard a voice from heaven say, Seal up what the seven thunders spoke and do not write it down. Then the angel I saw standing on the sea and on the land raised his right hand to heaven and swore by the one who lives forever and ever, who created heaven and what is in it, and the earth and what is in it and the sea and what is in it. There will be no more delay. But in the days when the seventh angel is about to blow his trumpet, the mystery of God is completed, just as he has proclaimed to his servants the prophets. Then the voice I had heard from heaven began to speak to me again. Go and take the open scroll in the hand of the angel who is standing on the sea and on the land. 
So I went to the angel and asked him to give me the little scroll. He said to me, Take the scroll and eat it. It will make your stomach bitter, but it will be as sweet as honey in your mouth. So I took the little scroll from the angel's hand and ate it, and it did taste as sweet as honey in my mouth. But when I had eaten it, my stomach became bitter. Then they told me, You must prophesy again about many peoples, nations, languages, and kings. Psalm 138 by David I will give you thanks with all my heart. Before the heavenly assembly, I will sing praises to you. I will bow down toward your holy temple and give thanks to your name because of your loyal love and faithfulness. For you have exalted your promise above the entire sky. When I cried out for help, you answered me. You made me bold and energized me. Let all the kings of the earth give thanks to you, O Lord, when they hear the words you speak. Let them sing about the Lord's deeds, for the Lord's splendor is magnificent. Though the Lord is exalted, he looks after the lowly, and from far away humbles the proud. Even when I must walk in the midst of danger, you revive me. You oppose my angry enemies, and your right hand delivers me. The Lord avenges me. O oh Lord, your loyal love endures. Do not abandon those whom you have made. Proverbs 30 11 through 14. There is a generation who curse their fathers and do not bless their mothers. There is a generation who are pure in their own opinion and yet are not washed from their filthiness. There is a generation whose eyes are so lofty and whose eyelids are lifted up disdainfully. There is a generation whose teeth are like swords and whose molars are like knives to devour the poor from the earth and the needy from among the human race. Father, we thank you for your word, and as we continue through this week and continue on the days forward toward Christmas Day and the celebration of your arrival and the end of the Advent season, we worship you and we praise you. We thank you for bringing us through the scriptures. All the way to this point, we thank you for allowing us to digest the book of Zephaniah in one, in one sitting today, apply what we've heard into our spirits and our lives, that they would change our thoughts and they would change our words and they would change the actions that we choose to make and take. Come Holy Spirit and lead us into all truth, we ask in the name of Jesus. Amen. DailyAudioBible.com That's home base. It's the website. It's where you can find out what's happening around here. And we are working our way toward Christmas. This year, we have the Christmas Vinyl Project. Five of the musical projects from the Daily Audio Bible here. The Sleep Album, the Heart Album, the Promised Land Album, and then Family Christmas, and then the Christmas Time Album. Those are all available. We'll send the ornament along with those. And thank you for your partnership on this. 
everything here is being sewn into into the new platform and app that will come in the new year. So you can check these things out at dailyaudiobible.com or in the app. Just go to the shop and then go to the Christmas section and you will find them there. And thank you very much uh, for checking them out. And if you want to partner with the Daily Audio Bible in these final days of this year, then thank you with all humility. With all humility. We couldn't be here if we didn't do this together. So thank you humbly. There is a link on the homepage at dailyaudiobible.com. If you're using the app, you can press the Give button in the upper right-hand corner. Or the mailing address is P.O. Box 1996, Spring Hill, Tennessee, 37174. And as always, if you have a prayer request or encouragement, you can hit the hotline button in the app. That's the little red button up at the top. Or you can dial 877 942 4253. And that's it for today. I'm Brian. I love you. And I'll be waiting for you here tomorrow. Hey, everybody. This is Tony the Narrator. I was sat here praying to Heaven's choir, and blind Tony was in a fire. He put it out and he fought over those flames because Satan came and played his games. But hey, guess what? There's no need for fear. Jesus Christ is ever near. And those flames died and they all went out. And blind Tony's going to come back with a great big shout. Mm -hmm. Him and his sister, they put out the fire and the firefighters came and made it all go dour and dire. But hey, guess what? Blind Tony's still here. And he's got no fear, because Jesus is near. Hey, Blind Tony, I love you. I've loved you for years and years and years. And uh, I just want to say that I'm praying for you, that you find your new home, that you'll get everything sorted out. Um, And I love the fact that you're still praising Jesus, no matter what comes. That's exactly right, brother, because Satan is, he's ever close and always near. But we've got Jesus, so we don't need to fear. Anyway, I love you, brother. I'm praying over you. And yeah, you just, just keep being amazingly blind, Tony. I want to hear more of your poems. I'll see you soon, brother. God bless you. Bye-bye. Hi, my beautiful Dab family. This is Asia calling from the City of Angels. It's December 7th, and I heard Greg call in today from Illinois. And Greg, I have to say, brother, I heard the humility in your voice. I could hear humility and brokenness, and it just reminded me that God can work in a broken and contrite spirit, that God, um, that he gives grace to the humble, and he um, turns away from the proud. So it just makes me think that you're being obedient to God in this position that you're in, and He can work with you. So we come alongside you, and we lift you up to the Lord. Father God, most holy God, our Lord and Savior, Father, we come before you with our brother Greg, 
And we just ask and plead and petition, Father God, like it says in your word to do with thanksgiving. And and we pray, Father God, that you will heal Greg. You will heal him of this anger and you will um, pour the blood of Jesus on this uh this name calling that it's gone. You'll wash it clean away, Father God. You'll give him a heart of forgiveness, his wife a heart of forgiveness, Lord, and you'll give them a new start as you what you've put together, Lord God, let no man separate. And Father God, great desires for his marriage and his family to be restored, Lord God. And we pray and plead this along with him, Father God. And we ask this in the name of Jesus Christ, our beloved, most high Lord and Savior, our, the blessed one, the beautiful one, Jesus Christ. Amen. And Greg, I also heard a beautiful podcast where uh, a, a biblical counselor had advised a person in a marriage that seemed like it was completely broken and without help to speak their partner's love language and see if that changes anything. Be encouraged. Hello, Bible family. This is Judy. And I'm um, calling to ask for prayer for myself. I'm 80 years old, and I had a bad fall in the garage. The floor is concrete, so when you hit concrete, it can cause a lot of problems but I'm hoping that I will feel better soon. I fortunately don't have any broken bones, but a lot of soreness in my muscles and my legs and arms. So I'm just asking for prayer that I might soon feel back to normal and... um, be able to enjoy my family at Christmas. Thank you so much. Hello, Dabbers. This is Christopher from the Pretzel City, and I am calling in with a praise report, which is that my daughter's pathology came back and there is no cancer. So we are praising God today, and um, we are thankful that um, he answered your prayers in this way and that you prayed. So thank you for standing with us and um, let's all keep following Jesus. Love you guys. Take care. 